فقط نیمه کشقت میره خالت دیگه من میتونم شده کنور خالت دیگه من میتونم شخنه و فقط داشت میشه باقی تمه و بیفخان اگر بنو اکا داشت دیگه سدونم نخن نو بیا میکن خوخمه بنو نخن سیگی من سیمخه نه نخ نخ من نخن اومد زخوت تا گنه لنو بر کلی سلامن so continuing in the سیخه which we started سیخه غش سمخ علف 261 discussing the importance of امونا humility the greatness of Shabbat and how all that connects to each other Rabbanu continues. Through a blemish in faith, which is what we would call this uh, this atheism or this skepticism, this idol worship, as Rabbanu teaches us in the Kutem Moran, that when a person falls from the Emunah, it's an aspect of Abu Zarah, as the Bar Shem Tov once taught. But Rabbanu says, when a person blemishes in this Emunah, with this, Judgments or decrees are brought down to the world, or they remain in the world. Because it's brought down in the in um, in Perush uh, Rashi, brings the Sifri. He brings Sifri. Um, in Parashat Re'eh, Midrash Sifri in Parashat Re'eh, which mentions over there that as long as there's idol worship in the world, um, there is divine anger in the world. Meaning there's judgment. And this represents the name Elohim. For Elohim represents the blemish of the moon. Because we know Elohim represents the moon. It says, The sun and the shield is Hashem Elohim. The sun representing Yud Kivavke and Magen, the shield, which is the moon, representing Elohim. So we see that the Magen, the shield, which is the moon eclipsing the light of the sun, essentially. Um, is Elohim. They both stem from a place of Deen. The moon is an aspect of Deen, represents Malchut, and Elohim as well. In, uh, in the Gemara Pesachim, Hashem says, In this world I am not, I am not written the way I am read. Because we, whenever we, use, we we take the name of Hashem, it is written Yud Kei Vav Kei. And we read it, Alev Dalet Nun and Yud. We, we pronounce it Ado Shem, Amonai, right? But we, it's written Yud Kei Vav Nowhere near the same um, pronunciation as it should be. Um, the pronunciation should be totally different for the way it is written. But in the world to come, we're going to, Write it and read it. We're going to pronounce it the way it is written. And the reason why it is not pronounced the way it is written is because of the blemish of the moon, which is drawn from a blemish in faith. The reason why the moon is still blemished is because there's been a blemish in a moon Therefore, it is impossible that the writing and the pronunciation is the same. Because there's a principle brought down in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, page 23b, that it says over there, the sun has never seen the blemish of the moon. The sun, which is Yud Kei has never seen the blemish of the moon. So now Rabbanu is going to explain this concept of the Gemara and tie it to why the pronunciation is not the same as the way it is written. Perush, Rabbi Natan explains. The kriyad, the pronunciation, the way we read it, and the ktiva, the way it is written, 
They represent the Torah the oral Torah, that representing the way we pronounce the word. And the rid, the way it is written, represents the written Torah. This represents Yud Kevavke, which represents the written Torah. And Elohim, which represents the Torah Shabalpe, the oral Torah. The sun and the moon, the sun represents the written Torah, and the Lebanon represents the oral Torah. And we saw in the verse that Hashem Elohim is the sun and the shield. And therefore, by the fact that the moon has been blemished nowadays, because there's been a blemish in faith, which represents, um, uh, which represents the moon that we just mentioned, the fact that the moon is blemished, and therefore now that there's been a blemish in faith, there's a blemish in the moon. Therefore, it's impossible that the pronunciation and the way it is written should be the same exact way. Because as we saw above, the sun cannot see the blemish of the moon. And therefore, if there's a blemish in Emunah and therefore there's a blemish in the moon, the sun cannot see that blemish. And therefore, if the sun cannot see that blemish, we cannot pronounce Yudke Vavke the same way it is written. Because the sun cannot be completely unified with the moon. It cannot see the blemish of the moon. There must be a separation. But in the future, the blemish of the moon will be filled. There will be no more waning and waxing. There will be no more, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, diminishing of the moon. It will be completely full. And then the name Yudke Vavke will be one and his name will be one. Meaning, there will be no difference between the way we pronounce Yudke Vavke and the way it is written. The pronunciation and the way it is written will be the same exact way. Yudke Vavke. Nimtza, we find. We find that when the more emunah a person um, has, the more emunah a person merits, the more faith a person draws in. You actually draw closer and unify together both names, Yudke Vavke and Elohim. The sun and the moon together, you, you create this you, this uh, unity, this unification, just like there will be in the future. The Yaakov and we know that Yaakov represents the sun. As it brought down in lesson one of Likute Moran, Rabbi Nachman says the Yaakov represents the sun. For just as Yaakov represents wisdom, we know the wisdom lights up lights up a person's path, gives a person clarity. So to the sun gives a person clarity during the day, helps him see. And Yudke Vavke is the aspect of Chochmah, it's the aspect of the sun. We see that Yaakov represents Yitzchak, and Yitzchak represents judgment, which is Elohim. The name Elohim, which is the aspect of the moon, which is blemished um, as of the moment. Um, so we see here that the more Emunah a person has, the more Yitzchak and Elohim are unified, the more... Um, all the judgments are sweetened, and therefore there's no difference between Din and Rachamim. There's no difference between judgment and kindness. There's no difference between Yud Kavavke in um, the way it is written and the way it is pronounced. They will be the same. And now going back to the verse which we started with, Yaakov dwelled in the land of his father's uh, sojournings. Meaning what? The concept of Yaakov is unifying itself and settling itself with Yitzchak. They're becoming one. They're becoming one. It says, Hashem hu Elohim, Yudke Bavke is Elohim. This verse represents the unification of Yitzchak and Yaakov. The Yudke Bavke unifies itself with Elohim. The sun unifies itself with the moon. 
This is why it says in the verse, Be'eretz Kena'an, in the land of Kena'an. Yaakov dwelled in the land of his father's um, um, uh, sojournings in the land of Kena'an. What does that mean in the land of Kena'an? Lishon hachna Kena'an comes from the word hachna'a. To submit yourself, to, to lower yourself. Make yourself humble. Because a person merits this through humility. Through humility. When a person has humility, he merits faith. And therefore, with that faith comes that unification of Hashem and Elohim. But it all starts with the humility of a person, which a person can receive through Shabbat, of course. But it starts with the humility. When a person has humility, he'll create that unification between Yitzchak and Yaakov, between the sun and the moon, between Yudke Vavke and Elohim, between the pronunciation of Yudke Vavke and the way it is written. And that is the aspect, that is the taste of the world to come. So Rabbanu is teaching us that through Emunah, we can taste the world to come. We have access to the world to come. We live in the world to come. Bezeu, and this is what it says. Ele toldot Yaakov Yosef. These, this is the offspring of Yaakov Yosef. Yosef is the Yosef Shabbat. When it says Yosef, Yosef is the aspect of the Osif Ta'ar. Yosef Shabbat, the additions to Shabbat, meaning the extra time we add to Shabbat to sanctify the Shabbat. person wants to keep Rabbeinu Tam, for example. He takes in Shabbat early. Or the extra added holiness of Shabbat. Like when you buy extra special food for Shabbat or whatever it might be, to a Shabbat. Because through Shabbat, a person merits humility. Through that humility, you merit complete faith. And with that extra emuna, with that complete emuna, now you fill the blemish of the moon. And now the sun can see the moon. For we said earlier, the sun cannot see the blemish of the moon. But if the moon isn't blemished, then the sun can unify itself with the moon. And therefore, this, the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun. And they unify itself together. Yaakov and Yitzchak. And now we can explain the verse. My foot stood um, the Mishor, um, in, a, in a proper place, in a, in a level place. My foot stood like uh, with strength. Bemishor in an even place. Meaning, when a person merits complete upright faith, yeshara, something that is straight, upright, from the word bemishor. When a person merits an emuna that is yeshara, straight and upright, complete, without any admixture, without any taint of of skepticism. It says at the end of the verse, then you'll be able to bless Hashem among the amongst the congregation. Because then you can bless and mention Hashem's name. For then the blemish of the moon will be filled, and then Yudke Vavke will be the same as Elohim. The same way we pronounce Yudke Vavke, the same way we write Yudke Vavke, we can pronounce it. And then the writing will be the same as the pronunciation, it will be one, and will merit to bless Hashem Itbach amongst the congregation in the name Yudke Vavke, blessed be He. And it says in the verse, in the congregations, Abarech Hashem, I will bless Yudke Vavke. As it says above, and with this, we draw down an, a beautiful blessing and a very good influx down to the world. Chesed to the world. And now we connect it to what we're approaching uh, tonight. Ner Chanukah. 
the candles of Hanukkah, when we light the, 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 the Hanukkah, this is what we're talking about here. The lighting of the Hanukkah represents all the concepts we mentioned above. We're able to attain through the lighting of the candles of the Hanuk- uh, on Hanukkah what we mentioned, the emunah, the humility, the, the filling of the blemish of the moon. Everything that we mentioned above is attainable through the candles of Hanukkah. Because shemen, oil represents wisdom. Rabbeinu teaches us this in lesson uh, 177 of the Kutu Moran. Also look in the Gemara Brachot, page 57a, the Gemara Bababatcha, page 25a. Also a nice little idea. Shemen Mishchat Kodesh, it says holy anointing oil. Shemen Mishchat Kodesh, the oil is Mishchat Kodesh, it's holy, it's Kodesh. Kodesh, as we brought down, Rabbeinu teaches us in lesson 21 of the Kutu Moran. It's the wisdom that comes from Kodesh. Oil comes from Kodesh. Chokhmah comes from Kodesh too. As it's brought down in the Zohar Kadosh. Rabbeinu quotes the Zohar. That Chokhmah comes from Kodesh. Chokhmah is sanctity. It's holiness. Therefore, Shemen too is the same way. So Shemen is wisdom. And wisdom represents the eyes. How do we know this? Moshe Katu, it says in Bereshit chapter 3, verse 7. Both of their eyes were opened. As it says about Adam and Chava. What is Rashi say? Meaning their wisdom was open. When it says their eyes were open, meaning that they were granted wisdom. Through the eyes of wisdom, a person merits to see his lowliness, his humility. When you have eyes of wisdom, when you look with an in when you look with an open eye, you pay attention to yourself. With true wisdom, you'll see how low you are. And through this, you merit true emuna. For we know that uh, true wisdom is humility. Um, um, I brought down, I, I forget where, but it's probably in Pirkavot. I forget the connection. But um, there is a connection for sure between Chokhmah and Anava. Um, I believe it's one who has. Um, Pride, his chokhmah leaves him. Chokhmah mistaleket mimenu. Therefore, humility is able to draw you down true wisdom. And there's many other proofs for this across the Torah. I'm forgetting them. But nonetheless, Rabbanu is teaching us that if you look within, with the eyes of wisdom, if you pay attention with true wisdom, you'll see your loneliness. And then that's when you'll merit true emunah. And now Rabbanu is going to explain what it says in the Gemara Shabbat. The law for how much oil we need to... Um, um, when we light the, the Hanukkah candles. It's brought down over there in the Gemara Shabbat that the measure of oil needed for the Hanukkah candles is enough to last until feet no longer walk in the marketplace or feet no longer walk outside. Regel, and what does that mean? Regel, now Rabbi is going to explain that according to what we talked about. Regel, when it says Regel, Regel means until the feet leave the marketplace, the foot stops walking in the marketplace. Regel, when it says foot, this represents emunah. My foot stood upright, strong. That means I had emunah. Regel represents emunah. The emunah we mentioned above. And a person needs to see with the eyes of his intellect, which is the, the oil of the Hanukkah candles. Until you purify emunah and you elevate emunah until it gets to the aspect of regel. The foot, meaning what? Minashuk, that you separate your emunah from the shuk, from the marketplace, which is what? The place of the evil forces. The place of atheism. Reshut Arabim, as it brought down the writing of the Ariya Kadosh. 
The Rashut Arabim, the public area, is the place where the Chitzonim are, the place where the evil forces reside. Therefore, you have to separate your foot from the marketplace. When the foot stops walking in the marketplace, meaning what? When you separate your emunah, which represents the foot, from the marketplace, from those, those uh, doubts, from that, that atheism, that yetzahah within you, that's trying to convince you that there's no Hashem. Because through the candle, the oil of the candles of Hanukkah, which represents the intellect, you merit to see your humility. And then, when you merit that humility, you merit that complete faith which we all yearn for. So, Hashem, may we have the merit to attain that emunah, and God willing, we should see ourselves light the Chanukah candle with great chokhmah, that we should be granted wisdom so that we can see ourselves, our humility, and um, manifest that emunah in the world, Hashem, revealing Hashem's greatness.